Hi there, this is Thomas Culleton, back again for our next episode of Making It Happen, where I speak with Genius New York's latest cohort of startups. Genius New York is a $3 million business accelerator competition in central New York focused on unmanned systems, IoT, robotics, and big data startups. In this episode, I sit down with Aerial Robotics CEO Jorg Schumann. Aerial Robotics stands to shake up the UAV market with its lightweight, high-capacity drones capable of high speeds and wide ranges. Their tech soars above its competition. Aerial Robotics recently won $500,000, that's right, half a million dollars, from the Genius New York Startup Accelerator program to help bring their tech to our skies. I'm excited to talk to him, and I hope you enjoy the show. So... Uh, tell us a little bit about your company uh, to start. Yeah. Okay. We we are a startup that is um, that was founded by uh, by senior businessmen with um, a background of um, uh, serious business experiences uh, globally. We are four, and um, we basically uh, decided to develop um, an unmanned aerial system that is able to overcome the performance shortcomings of existing what you call drones in the market. So the goal was to develop something that is that is much safer than what is out there. Um, you know, we wanted to overcome um, the low payload or cargo ratio that most drones have. Um, we wanted to fly um, quite a long distance. And, um, you know, final thing, we wanted to be all weather capable. We, we started our development end of 2017, um, and in uh, end of 2019, as a Christmas gift for us four, we decided to commercialize the product, and um, basically we set up the company Aerial Robotics with a headquarter in Hamburg. Um, we have a research and development department in, in Hungary, where we also produce at this moment in time. We have a training and pilot qualification center in London, owning an own, own airfield. And uh, with Genius New York, we came to New York to set up our U.S. operation. So with the, with the Genius New York, uh, how far did you get in that competition? So basically, um, we are one of the five finalists and so uh, there was one winner and then there were the four runner-ups and uh, we are one of the runner-ups uh, and we we earned an investment um, uh, from Genius New York which uh, basically helps us, us uh, to set up the operation here. So we are um, uh, one of the five finalists out of 650 applicants that globally applied for the for the competition. Well, out of 650, that's, I mean, that's really impressive to make it all the way to the final. Yeah, it is. We are very thankful for that. Yeah. Uh, so is that how you got started with the uh, tech garden through the Genius New Yorker? Exactly. So what uh, what then happened when, when we were announced uh, um, uh, finalist, um, we came here to, were invited by Genius New York to the tech garden to participate in a due to COVID in a two and a half months accelerator program that started, I think, end of July, beginning of August. And then we worked our way through to what is called finals night. And at, at the finals night, the five finalists had to present and pitch um, the company in, in front of a jury. And the jury then decided who was winner and who's not. And 
And after finals night, um, uh, you know, the program uh, changed from an accelerator program into an incubator program, which means um, uh, in the accelerator program, you need, you learn about all the great opportunities that are in this area. And in the incubator program, you take your product idea and you really implement it into the local market here. So that's that's where we are right now. So we are starting to build our U.S. company and our facility where we will start production and all that good stuff. Okay, so you're starting with all of that. Have there been any any struggles or any obstacles in your way with getting set up here? Um, no, um, no, yes and no. I mean, um, um, you know, I think the biggest challenge for, for us as a startup is we are a fairly small team. And, uh, you know, sending two people out of 25 permanently to the U.S. that have also operational responsibilities in, in Europe and in sales and so on, that is uh, most likely the biggest challenge. I have to say that that uh, from everything else, you know, um, you know, we get so much support from Genius New York and from the tech garden. The infrastructure is just perfect. You come here, you know how to speak English. Uh, you know how to pitch and present, and the door opening, everything else is done. So it's it's more the overall management responsibility that you still have and bring uh, with you here. Um, so, you know, us being Germans, we have long working hours. I mean, we start at five in order to cater our, our colleagues in Europe, and we go home at, you know, I don't know, seven or eight uh, in order to make sure that we can talk to California still, um, and, and that, that's basically it. Well, those are some, those are big days. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you're busy the whole way through. Yes, we are. With bringing the startup to life and we've talked about the, the challenges of being in central New York, what's, what's some of the big strengths or some of the big like selling points of coming here? You know, the, the, the biggest, the biggest, um, uh, point uh, is uh, the U.S. market itself. Um, you know, it's a huge market, and um, and it has you know several um, several big advantages against Europe. For example, Europe is you know from from a population similar to the U.S., but it's it's segregated in twenty six countries, twenty four currencies, uh, thirty legislations. Uh, and, uh, you know, in some cases, when you look to the UK, even borders is, uh, uh, that are up there. So it's, you know, it is a, a big challenge to um, to scale up. And in the US, um, I think you have uh, three big benefits. So what I said is one country, which is huge, with a lot of opportunity. Second of all, in the US, you know, new technologies are welcome. So there is a a very an attitude to try the new, to give it a chance to to basically find the benefit. And then the third advantage is, you know, the U.S. is a rich company, so a country. There is a lot of capital around, and there are a lot of you know open-minded investors giving you as a startup a chance if you can convince them. And it's it's easier than in Europe. So for us, you know, coming to the U.S. Um, is is just the opportunity to participate in the largest market on the world besides China, where we are not going, 
um, to roll out our product, and that's uh, that's a that's a huge plus, and it's worthwhile uh, going through the process. Now, um, you can say, you know, why why did you land in upstate New York and not in Flor Florida where you don't pay taxes, or in in California where the weather is nice all the time, you know? And it's um, you know, I think it comes back to for us, it comes back to workforce. So we need highly qualified, educated work workforce with uh, potentially an aviation background or at least the mindset. And with the numbers of universities around here, the education facilities, the, the work attitude of people in New York or on the East Coast, we see big advantages of that. And we are happy to pay taxes um, in, in light of the fact that we will, might get better people than down south. I have to imagine that a man like yourself has led a pretty impressive life. Uh, can you tell me a little bit more about yourself and how you got to this point? Um, yeah, that is a, unfortunately it's a bit a long story, but I try to make it as short as possible. Um, you know, um, 1960, uh, it's 1968. Uh, my parents bought their first TV, and I got caught by a virus, which was landing on the moon and it was the Apollo program. So I, at that time, when I was 10 years old, I collected every single newspaper article uh, that I could get a hold of about Apollo and, and the mission to the moon. And I wrote all the books that were available and it was clear for me, I wanted to become an astronaut, but you know, I had a big problem. I had a wrong passport. I was German. I was past second world war. You know, it, it, it was not, It was just not possible. And, and in Germany, we had no program for astronauts that came 20 years later. So then, you know, I decided to, to join the Navy because my father was in the, in the civil Navy. So I wanted to go to sea. Um, and then I decided to become a jet pilot. I tried it. And, but I said, you know, I need a little bit of security in my life. So becoming a jet pilot, when you, when you become ill or something happens to you so that you cannot crawl into a jet anymore, you are left with nothing, right? I mean, it's, it's like a pop singer uh, losing his voice and then he, he loses his profession. So that was not on for me. So I insisted to study air and space technology as a master of science before becoming a pilot, which was not a career path that you could take. But I convinced the Navy, if they want me, They need to let me study, and if and and I did it, and and then I went to pilot training in in Wichita Falls, U.S. I was a tornado pilot in the Cold War um, in northern Germany. Um, I flew seven years. I had a test pilot license, and and when when the East and West German Army were united after the unification of Germany. Uh, it was time for me to go because that was not my world anymore. And then I, I discovered the world of, um, of trade and, and, and merchandise and business. And, and I, I actually was in the radio control business for, for radio controlled helicopter, airplane and F, F that. And, and I had the luxury to, uh, to be employed there for a while. Then I founded a startup with my, my wife exactly in the same area. We sold that to an American company. We worked for this U.S. company. I lived three and a half years in Champaign, Illinois as a, 
Executive Vice President of uh, Marketing in the World Market Leader for Radio Control. And then I got caught up in drones. I worked four years for a Chinese uh, company. And then I said, okay, it's enough. Clive asked me to join him to do this. So, you know, my last thing most likely is this to make this a great company. So this is all about me. And you've come, you've come quite a long way. And you've done quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Experience is definitely what is on, on under my belt. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, hopefully you'll be able to bring that experience to Central New York. Bring some good people on board with it. Do you have a life-changing solution or product that you're holding back on manufacturing? What is it holding you back? Is it the high risks or the extensive learning curves that can come from launching a startup? Well, what if you could go to production with those costly manufacturing lessons already behind you? Launch your solution or product with confidence by partnering with an experienced manufacturer in a state-of-the-art facility just outside of Syracuse, New York. When you're partnering with Marquardt, you're partnering with a team of highly experienced and passionate engineers, innovators, and business professionals who are ready to support you along the entire process. So what are you waiting for? Visit Marquardt's website at www.marquardt.com US partners to start the conversation today. That's www.marquardt.com US slash partners. Now let's get back to the show. So how how did your company get the name Aerial Robotics? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would say, you know, being in marketing for a long time, um, names are, uh, you know, a, a difficult thing to find, especially, especially in our case, you know, where you have four equal shareholders with coming from four different cultures and having four different set of ideas. And um, so starting, we started with the product and said, okay, how, how can we, how can we name the product? And there were a million ideas. And, and in, in case of GyroTrack, um, it was actually not so difficult because the name GyroTrack is a fusion between gyrocopter and tractor. And so that fusion is basically, we have a gyrocopter that is a workhorse that can do almost everything because it's a core technology that can be modified in many applications. Now, about aerial robotics, it, it, it was more difficult because in aviation, so many names have been used, um, but we wanted to do something with air. And, you know, the aerial normally in, in English will be spelled A E. R, right? And we are spelled A-I-R. Um, so Ariel with I was the only available .com uh, domain. And robotics is obviously, yeah, we are in the robotics industry and, and, and that came by itself. So, so you're starting to get set up here in central New York and you've got this, the genius New York, you've got plans where do you hope to be in one, two years? Like what's next? Oh, um, uh, that, that is very simple. So we, we actually look into a, a five-year future in stages. And um, 
you know, we we have a product. So the next stage, when you say what what's what are you looking for next year? Uh, you know, next year is 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 the year where we start our cereal production and where we have uh, you know two things that are, seem to be very important. One is proof of product and proof of purchase, which means proof of product. We sold our first. Um, aircraft, but then it is in the hands of an operator and not in our hands. And that, if it if it's successful, that is a great proof of product. And if it's successful, word of mouth will spread around, which will then lead to a proof of purchase. More people will buy it because they hear good things. So that is that is actually what's ahead of us in 2022. In the US, for the US specifically for this region. It is, uh, you know, getting our U.S. company settled, bringing our CEO on board, you know, building initial sales connections, uh, you know, finding a local investor so that we are even more embedded into the society here and into the into the business culture. Uh, that's that's in there. And then the next um, the next um, uh, following two years, we will build. Um, um, Uh, more carriers. We will build uh, bigger drones up to up to 1,200 pounds takeoff weight, uh, which is uh, pretty substantial. And um, and uh, in the US by the by 2024, we want to uh, we want to have 45 employees in this region. We want to have an an aviation manufacturing company on site here between Syracuse and Griffiths Air Force Base. Um, And, um, you know, and, and our long lasting dream of our CEO, maybe, you know, our principle is, is so much scalable that we could even build uh, a manned version of the aircraft. And we have a few design sketches already. We have one version running on a simulator. Uh, but once, once we have um, uh, conquered uh, the unmanned aerial uh, drone market, uh, we'll Maybe we'll look beyond and and uh, do a manned version of it. We'll see. But more important is to to really uh, develop uh, the company to you know a total of 150 employees, one third in the U.S. and a substantial business. It certainly sounds like the the plan is there. You've picked the right spot for it. I I don't see how this couldn't work. <laughs> yeah. Well. You mentioned one of the strengths is trying is that Americans are willing to try the new where where could these people who are looking to try the new and learn more about this uh, where could they find more about the company so c currently uh, one source is our website uh, but obviously the website um, uh, reflects um, the the status of sellable product um, uh, and that is uh, aerialrobotics.com uh, is, is the website that's one we are very active uh, on LinkedIn very active so even you know um, uh, the week before last we were in Kashmir uh, in India in the Himalayas and we flew uh, high mountain uh, trials um, uh, with a cargo drone uh, of ours and you know these This newest developments and the forefront of uh, of um, R and D, uh, we are posting and communicating that over LinkedIn, and then we have a uh, we just started a Twitter channel where we also, you know, not only 
not only tell our stories, but, you know, we try to attract people to come on board um, um, uh, to our company because that's, that's also a challenge, uh, a good challenge uh, to find good people. But, you know, definitely LinkedIn and our website, I think, are the best two sources to follow us. And I'm sorry, you said you were doing high altitude tests in the Himalayas. How, how was that? How did that go? Yeah, so so uh, basically, we were asked uh, about um, I would say about four months ago. Um, you know, somebody said, "Ah, you know, gyro track. Um, you know, this is something that can that work in high altitude." So our aerodynamics engineer sat down and he basically calculated everything and and tried to find what our operational ceiling is, and it was within. And we said, "Yeah, we can do it." So what what's the job? And somebody said, "Okay, you need to take off in." in, in 10,000 feet and you, you need to fly up to 15,000 feet and you need to deliver a 22 pound um, cargo up there. And I said, uh, so why is that a challenge? And they said, yeah, the, the Indian military has spent, you know, some substantial amount of money to encourage people to do that, but nobody, nobody was able to do it. Nobody up to now was able to do it. So we said, okay, we go. And then it took us, eight weeks to develop an aircraft for that based on our technology. Um, you know, our CTO and our, our director of, uh, of autopilot uh, integration went, went to Kashmir, uh, invited. And so we, we took off in, in 14,000 feet and we delivered 22 pounds of payload, um, you know, in, in almost 17,000 feet on, on the Himalayan mountains. And, you know, and when we came back and landed, uh, you know, the generals from the India army were clapping because nobody was able to do it in front of them. And it was, you know, it was so nice because, you know, you get, um, you know, you get rewarded by, by, so much work, right? I mean, it's it's four years. Yeah, this this aircraft was developed in a short time, but without the knowledge before, um, you did not. And it's it's a, such a hostile environment, and your drone does what it is supposed to do, and it's so cool. I mean, we are so happy that we did it. <laughs> yeah, that. I mean, that's quite the achievement. So now to wrap up, do you have any any words of wisdom, advice, anything for? The people who are going to be listening, uh, you know, first of all, um, you know, I have to really thank uh, Genius New York and Center State CEO for giving us this opportunity, and uh, I have to say that my wife, who who runs the finance finance side of this, and and myself, are uh, super super surprised how welcoming. Uh, Syracuse is in upstate New York, um, and uh, that's great. So thank you for for having us here. The other advice of people that listening, especially young kids uh, or, or students, you know, um, you know, uh, open up your minds to this technology. You know, uh, look into robotics, look into into the UAV market. It is uh, a growing opportunity. It is super exciting because it brings a lot of uh, a lot of uh, topics together in the engineering field and in the computer science field, um, and uh, it 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 allows you to become a well-rounded uh, 
member of of the workforce in in future and offer so much opportunity so so um i i would love to uh, to encourage people to look at that and if somebody is there interested working for us uh, you know reach out to us we are open to talk to anybody who is who is passionate and qualified and they'd be best uh they'd be best able to reach out to you on linkedin right linkedin is is uh, perfect yeah linkedin is is a perfect channel all right well I'm sure you're going to get a lot of positive response from the area and hopefully quite a bit of people looking for looking to get in on this. Yeah, thank you very much. And thank you for your time. Oh, no, thank you. Hey, guys, thanks for tuning in once again to Making It Happen. Big thanks to Jorg for an insightful conversation. You can learn more about his company by visiting www.aerialrobotics.com. We'll be back soon with another Central New York startup. If you liked what you heard, give us a like, subscribe, or leave a review. Now let's go make it happen.